0: These are 10 players that are going too high in fantasy basketball points leagues. We're going to talk about my top 10 busts for 2023. Let's go! Jordan,
1: open! Chicago with the lead! Bryant,
0: to Not a game, not a game, not a game we talking about. Sorry, g'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And today we are doing our top 10 busts for the 2023-24 season. This uh, podcast video is for points leagues. We've already done a category league top 10 bust video, so if you want to get your category uh, busts and players to avoid, go and check that one out over on the YouTube channel or on your podcast feed, uh, wherever you are listening to this one here. Today, we're concentrating on points leagues. We're going to be hyper-focusing on uh, ESPN and Yahoo sites because that's where most of the points league uh, you know, games and, and leagues are on. So we're trying our best to bring all of those things together so that this list crosses all sites. Some of them will be a little bit more relevant to others, but especially the ones at the top, they are busts across the board everywhere and are all overvalued, in my opinion, according to my projections. Now, if you want a full, complete list of my projections, my top 150 rankings for points and categories, my projections for ESPN points, my projections for Yahoo points, uh, 9cat, 8cat, minus one rankings, dynasty rankings, go over to ballboysnba.com and get yourself a season guide uh, to get ready for your fantasy basketball drafts if they are coming up this weekend. It's the last weekend before the NBA starts next week. It is uh, very exciting times, guys. We've been nearly there. Preseason nearly over. Lots of work, obviously. So let's get stuck into it. If you have been enjoying all the content and all the new Points League stuff that I've been doing this season, please make sure you hit subscribe on the YouTube channel, guys. I am this close to getting to 10,000 subscribers. And uh, it would be, it'd be amazing if you haven't already just go and hit that button. That'd be that'd be really cool. All right, let's go with some honorable mentions first. Not quite top 10 bust worthy, but definitely still overvalued, I believe, across the sites. The first one here Carl Karl-Anthony Towns. I think that I am uh, not one of the people that expects him to bounce back in any big way this season. What we saw at the start of the season is basically where he is going in category leagues and in a points league, it is too high for him Uh, For most sites, there as well. He is someone that the spacing just doesn't really work well with him and Ruby Gobert. The rebounds drop, the blocks drop, the and points, or the assist went up, the points were kind of the same, but you're stepping back into a team where this is Anthony Edwards' team, so I don't think we're gonna see much of a bounce back for him. Jaron Jackson Jr. is simply just overrated in uh, points leagues compared to his category league value. The blocks are inconsistent. As his points and usage goes up while Jar is out, the blocks have been shown to come down. So I don't think we see that much of an improvement in a points per game, Um, you know, management sort of way in the games that Jar is out. Maybe a little bit, but remember Jar is coming back after the first 25 games and I think he's going to be falling off after that as well. So he is you know, a bit of a bust, but not quite top 10 worthy. And Trey Jones, I nearly put on this list, but I thought that obviously the news just broke today that he is going to be coming off the bench. So I do believe the ADPs will shift by the time that your drafts are happening this weekend. So in case you weren't aware, Trey Jones will be coming off the bench for the San Antonio Spurs, and he is ranked quite highly on most of the sites. I think 90s in ESPN and the early 100s for Yahoo. So do not draft uh, Trey Jones at that spot because he is going to be coming off the bench. I still think he might be worth a late round pick, maybe. But again, definitely not as one of your starters in your fantasy basketball team. So um, I'm hoping that by the time you guys, well, now you know you've listened to this podcast, he's coming off the bench. So um, I'm not going to put him as a top 10 because I think that will reflect in his ADP numbers after this news drop today. But he is definitely someone that at the moment, right now, he is going too high for Fantasy Basketball Points Leagues. But let's get stuck into it at number 10. Number 10, we have Lowry Markkinen, who was last year's sleeper pick of the year, essentially. I think he is going too early in Fantasy Basketball Drafts for Points Leagues this year. He is someone that, Again, he gets a lot of value for his three-pointers and free-throw percentage uh, and volume at the free point, uh, sorry, the free-throw line um, in category leagues. That simply just does not translate across two-points leagues. So he is still decent, but he is going sometimes in the late second round, early third round. To me, he is more a fourth-round player in both ESPN and Yahoo formats. Now, that is not an absolute killer. It doesn't absolutely sink you. But remember, when you are picking at the start of your draft, the gap between five players is way different between the gap between five players in the 80s and 90s. There is a few points. There's a lot more of a thinning out at the start. So if you are 20 spots lower or 15 spots lower at the top bit of the draft, that is much more significant than being 15 spots uh, lower than at the end of the draft. So to me, even though I think he's just maybe 15 spots lower than this on both uh, scoring systems, I think that that is enough for me to definitely steer clear. And there are a lot of other players that I would much rather be picking at the points where he's going in drafts. Don't be fooled to draft him in your third round, in my opinion. Number nine, Scotty Barnes makes the list and I did not think that I would be having him on the bus list for points leagues because he is a great points leagues player. But we are getting too excited, in my opinion, for Scotty Barnes and especially over on Yahoo. That rank of 44 is absolute nonsense to me um, for both category leagues and points league uh, value. Because I just don't really see if he gets here, it's, it's his ceiling. I don't think he's going to exceed this. And even with me projecting him to improve in his assists and scoring this season, I still have him about 15 spots, 10 spots lower than this. And that's me kind of projecting ahead and adding an improvement. And if that doesn't come, then you are you are getting someone who's maybe, you know, 20, 30 spots below this. And again, that is best case scenario. So to me, again, in a um you know, a Yahoo league, he is definitely someone that's probably 10 to 15 spots higher than he should be going in an uh, ESPN league where he's going at 51.7. Again, he's probably about 10 spots too high. So, And that's with me projecting improvement in his game already. So it's not horrible, which is why he's at number nine, but I still just think we're getting too excited about Scotty Barnes. And there's a lot of other players that I think are going to overtake him this season. I don't really think the point guard Scotty Barnes experiment is going to work out If there's a trade with Pascal Siakam, this might look silly in a few months. But right now, from what we have to go off, I just don't think he gets there without anything changing on this NBA team. Um, I just think we're projecting too much of a leap forward for him in his third season. I like Scotty Barnes. I think he's a good player. Uh, And he has a chance to reach these numbers. But that's, again, I think his ceiling. Let's talk number eight, and it is old man, Brook Lopez. This one's a bit of a low-hanging fruit. And again, it's one of those ones where it's definitely more of a bust when you talk about the Yahoo rankings and ADPs. Um, On ESPN, he he does have an ADP of 98.4, but even then... I think he's someone that's probably outside the top 110 in my projections. So you've still got maybe 12 to 15 spots of downside where you're taking him on ESPN. And on Yahoo, well, talk about you know 30 to 40 spots of downside at that spot. You've got Damon Lillard coming over. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, Chris Middleton is healthy like he wasn't last season. And I just think that the blocks come down, the usage drops back down. He's old. Uh, I think the minutes scale back as well. So I really just think that Brook Lopez is, is someone that I'm not super excited about drafting in points leagues really at all. Um, I know he had a great season last year, but I just think that, again, especially in a points league, he is not someone super valuable. And in both of those sites, I think it's too high, especially on Yahoo!. Let's talk number seven, and it pains me to say this because he's the newest member of my Boston Celtics, but Drew Holiday is the number seven player on the top 10 bus list. Weirdly, his Yahoo ranking is still at 36. Now, I have to think, again, this is going to change, but as of recording this on the 19th of October, it is still number 36 on the Yahoo rankings, and his ADP has not pushed back far enough at 41. Even in a Category League, I think he's closer to 50, and in a Points League... What I project to happen is that his points go down, but his steals go up, which saves a bit of his Category League value. But in a points league, that is not an even split. That is not an even trade. When his points go down, joining a team with Tatum uh, and uh, Brown and Kristaps Porzingis all on the same squad. Yes, you were pairing with Giannis, but last year Middleton wasn't very healthy. So it really was Giannis and Drew. Uh, and a little bit of Brook Lopez running the show on the offense. So I think that Drew is going to drop away a fairly decent margin this season. So at his ADP of 41, even at 62, 62 is obviously better for, for ESPN. So not quite as much of a bust on that side of things, but still maybe just marginally ahead of where I'd, I'd want to take him because there's a bit more downside with that. But definitely on the Yahoo side, I don't really get this ranking at 36. I hope it's changed by the time you watch this, because if it isn't, be aware. 36 for Drew in you know, a points league is ridiculous. He is definitely closer to 65-70, in my opinion, for a points league. Um, he's older, and again, this team, there might be, if there's injuries, he might get a little bit higher than that, but definitely not. not. Even in that situation, he's not a top 45, top 50 player, in my opinion. Let's go, number six, and it is Jalen Williams. I don't remember if this one is J-Will or J-Dub. I always forget that. But Jalen with the, uh, you know, no why. No why, Jalen, the, uh, the good Jalen. He is the number six bust because, again, he did really, really well at the end of last season. And that's all well and good. I expect him to do something similar again this season. But again, when you when you use those smaller sample size and rankings and things like that, even if you plug in the same projections for the next uh, year, that can have a major difference depending on who you what everyone else around you is doing. So in a Yahoo, he is ranked at 61, ADP of 65. I think he's closer to the 100 mark in a Yahoo points league. He is better in an ESPN setting. So again, when they've got him at an ADP of 76.7, it's later. Plus he's better in that type of a setting because his efficiency is rewarded. He's probably more around that 85 mark. So not super far off this ADP, but are still, you know, eight or nine spots ahead. Um, and again, when you're adding a player like Chet Holmgren, Shea's still there, Giddy's got another year on his um, experience as well, so it's not like he's the only young player getting better. I just think that there's really no upside and nothing but downside, even at ESPN's ADP of 77, 76, and at Yahoo's definitely, there's about 20, 30 spots, you know, 30 to 35 spots really of downside for him, so he is definitely a big old bust when it comes to Yahoo points, especially Let's get into the top five. Number five is Jonas Valanciunas. Now, this guy, again, I don't really understand why Yahoo's rank is 109 and Yahoo ADP is at 96. Why are we going 13 spots ahead of his ranking to select Jonas Valanciunas? That ranking was adjusted a fair while ago, so... Again, normally the, the ADP follows the rank, but it hasn't really with Jonas Valanciunas recently. Um, and on ESPN, he's going at 96.8. This man, again, if I look at my projections, I actually don't think he's someone that we really need to bother targeting in our draft. Nearly at all. I've got him outside the top 130 in ESPN points leagues. I've got him, where have I got him on Yahoo points leagues? I've got him a little bit better on Yahoo points leagues um, at about the 120 mark. So, but still, like that's back end, like streamable level, and you're taking him inside the top 100. I really think that you can do a lot better with a selection like that because remember last season, his minutes were low. I expect that to happen again, especially with Zion being, hopefully, touch wood, healthier this season. I mean, he can't really get less healthy than he was last year when he only played 29 games. So um, when he plays, they prefer someone like a Larry Nance Jr., uh, someone else who's a bit more mobile and a bit more um, you know, able to switch out on the perimeter than uh, a Jonas can. And uh, they talked about Zion playing more centre minutes as well. There's just really no upside. I think his minutes are going to continue to trend down. He's getting older. He, he's a guy that's going to, he's going to come to the end of his career, I think, more quickly than a lot of us realise. And uh, there's just no upside, nothing but downside at that spot for Jonas Valanciunas. So he, to me, is a very, very clear bust and deserved of the uh, top five bust list. Number four, again, back-to-back bust list for categories and points leagues. It is my, probably uh, my biggest stay away of the season, and that is Jarrett Allen. He is injured going into the season. He has a bone bruise. Those things can be annoying and can come back as soon as you start activity and ramping up again. So that is, first of all, a red flag. Second of all, his minutes last season were the sixth highest of any NBA center And I believe that is going to come down. He is not a player that demands a lot of the ball when it comes to usage. He's a solid enough rebounder. That is fine. But in a points league, you need scoring. You need something else. And he just does not provide that. Plus, you've got a a risk of his minutes going down. Plus, he's starting the season with an injury. There's really no upside for him. So, at Yahoo's rank of 47, that is just terrible. That is a terrible ranking and like we said on the previous uh, Sleepers for Category release, people are smart to not go at that level and and let him fall a little bit, but not smart enough to let him fall to where he should go, which again, in my projections I have him... I don't have him losing too much. I've got him losing about a point per game and half a rebound per game from what he did last year. So not a dramatic drop-off. And where is he projected? If I have a look at my Yahoo projections, he is... He comes in... As the 92nd ranked player when it comes to Yahoo point scoring for ESPN, where he is ranked a little bit better, back at 78.7, he does come out a little bit better, but not all that much at 88. So again, another 10 spots on ESPN's ADP, and again, you've got that risk of injury and um, things like that as well. Um, so again, I just think that Jared Allen is a an all-round bust this season, and I don't think I would be going anywhere near him in any drafts at all. Number three. This might be controversial. It's Donovan Mitchell, uh, Jarrett Jarrett Allen's teammate, and the reason he is at number three is because he is going early, really, really early. He is a uh, ranked 18th on Yahoo. His ADP is also 18, and he's even higher on ESPN at 16.5. That is at the very beginning of your second round, and. This guy is just not as good of a points league player as he is in category leagues because he doesn't get high assists as a guard. He gets low rebounds as well. His threes and steals are not as valuable when it comes to points league scoring, especially in uh, Yahoo's format. In ESPN, it's a little bit better, but there are also a lot of other players around that spot that also improve in that spot. So to me, he still comes out basically around the 30 mark. And there's a big, like we said before, there's a big, big difference between 15 spots at this point in the draft and 15 spots later in the draft. So if you're losing 20 to 30 spots in round two and round three, that is catastrophic to your fantasy team. And... There's a, there's talks and stuff about trades and things like that. Um, he also just really outperformed expectations last year in his first year for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I wouldn't be surprised if that just regresses back a little bit. A few more shots go to uh, like a Garland and a Mobley uh, in this offense a little bit more... Um, I just think there's nothing of a downside for Donovan Mitchell here. It's just far too early. And there's far better options, I think, at that spot compared to a Donovan Mitchell. Some more can't-miss options than Donovan Mitchell. So to me, it's uh, it's a really bad pick if you're going to take him in your second round for points leagues. Number two, it is Nikola Vucevic. I got him in here. He just made the uh, honourable mentions in the category leagues. But he is a bust when it comes to points leagues because... He is still going way too early, and especially on ESPN, he is going in the top 35, ADP of 34.2. Yahoo's rank is at 51, but the ADP hasn't quite caught up. People are still happy to take him in the 40s. I actually think in a category league, you make a bit more sense in some builds when you can punt the blocks and things like that. But when you just talk strict fantasy points to me, he just doesn't come anywhere close to this. He is someone that in my projections uh, averages out to be outside the top 60 when it comes to fantasy points per game. That is in the ESPN scoring system and in the Yahoo points scoring system, his projection to me comes out at 57. So If it's close to that Yahoo rank, it's not quite as bad. But people are going ahead of that. And on ESPN, they're going way ahead of that. And he's even worse, in my opinion. Um, The field goal percentage, I believe, is going to drop back. He has never done that in the past five seasons in terms of shooting that 52% from the field. I think it's going to be closer to 48%, more like what he did the three seasons prior. He's 33 years old. Decline is happening. He's going back in usage every single season for the past three years I don't see why that wouldn't that trend wouldn't continue as he gets older, as Patrick Williams takes a step forward. Kobe White is coming to this starting lineup who is a higher usage player than like uh, De Soumou and all those other guys that were in there last time. So more shots to the backcourt players, in my opinion. So I think just Vucevic, everything is pointing down. Do not tell me that he was top whatever in totals rankings. I don't care. That's not a reason to elevate someone. It is maybe a reason not to, you know, drop them down, But I am not moving someone up because I think that they're going to be there. They're going to play every game because I can't predict that. I don't know that. He can be okay and fine. He doesn't have an injury or anything coming to the season, so I'm not going to penalize him. But I'm not moving him up because he has been durable before. And on a per-game basis, he comes nowhere near to this uh, point, in my opinion. Important that we talk about that because on this next one here, there's a similar kind of story. And again, this one may be controversial, but I actually feel very, very confident and very strong about it because the number one bust for Fantasy Basketball Points Leagues is Mikael Bridges. Mikhail Bridges, this guy was always a terrible points player compared to his Category League value, He went to Brooklyn and yes, he performed a lot better. He was way better in points leagues in Brooklyn than he was in Phoenix. But his rank on Yahoo was 19. His ADP on Yahoo is 19.4. His ESPN ADP is 21.3. How do we think he's getting here? When he was traded from um, Phoenix to Brooklyn, after the trade deadline last year, in the last two months, he was the 39th ranked player. Where is he getting these extra 20 ranking spots improvement on what he did last year where he was going crazy shooting you know 26 points from the uh, you know 26 points a game he is not a player that gets rebounds he's not a player that gets um, assists at all he doesn't get many defensive stats and again that doesn't really help us all that much. He is slightly better when it comes to an ESPN scoring system because of the efficiency. But even then, like we said before, a few other players also benefit. So when I put those kind of projections into my uh, rankings here, he comes out closer to the thirty-nine forty mark and the same thing with the Yahoo League. He's, he's again, close to that 41, 42 uh, ranking mark for me. So, again, when you're getting him as your second best player and you're losing 20 spots of value, and that's probably at the best case scenario. Like, there's every chance that what we've seen from him was a case of small sample size. He's got a different dynamic there with Ben Simmons entering the starting lineup again. I know he's not a usage player, but just the dynamic is different. Um... And again, we haven't seen Mikhail Bridges do this over the entire season. We've only seen it happen for two months. And when you rely on those small sample size, it's always risky. Let alone those two months didn't show us anywhere close to where he's being ranked. He's 20 spots away. Um, So he's going to have to improve that a whole lot to even get to this mark. I know he's durable. I know he played 83 games. You don't have to tell me. But again, I'm not going to boost this guy up 20 spots just because of that. I'm not going to lower him down. So he maybe might go ahead of maybe someone who's a little bit more risky around him, but not 20 spots, not right up into the second round where you're taking the best players in the league. Uh, He just does not get there to me. And I have a real issue with him going this early in a points league and again if you think again oh yeah he was better in Brooklyn he scored a lot more points it's still not anywhere close to this in that because again he doesn't get the rebounds he doesn't get the assists so Mikhail Bridges is the number one bust candidate for points leagues That will do us for us today. Guys, let me know down in the comments section below, do you hate my picks? Do you think that I'm crazy and I just don't give a shit about uh, games played and I'm going to draft all these injured players? Let me know down in the comments what you think. Do you think I've missed anyone? Is there anyone else that you think is going way too high? There were obviously a lot of other guys that were going way too high in Yahoo or way too high in ESPN, but the correct on the other ones. So... Uh, I left kind of those ones out. Uh, I think Spencer Dinwiddie was another one that was really, really high. I uh, play like Fred Van Vliet is super high on Yahoo, but really low on ESPN. Miles Turner, same sort of thing. So I left those guys out, but of course... Um, we've talked about them before on the Do Not Draft list. So again, if you want a more comprehensive list, go over to the Do Not Draft list as well for Points Leagues. Check that one out. Uh, but until then, guys, again, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you aren't already. Let's get to 10K. Give this video video a big thumbs up. Head over to ballboysnba.com. Get a season guide and crush your drafts. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.